Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, listeners of the Didn't Ask podcast to episode 55 already? Jesus Christ, I, I think it's 55. Let me, let, let, me, let me look it up for you, please. Because I feel like we're going way too fast. We're going way too fast. This is episode 57. Jesus Christ, I was behind. How the fuck did that happen? How the heck are we at episode 57 already? Jesus Christ. Well, welcome to episode 57 of this right here, the Didn't Ask podcast. Welcome back, or welcome if this is your first time. Please feel welcome in the glorious voice that is mine. I honestly hate my voice myself, so if you're listening, thank you. This podcast is now available on even more podcast services. We got it on Amazon Music and we got it on Stitcher. So, man, this podcast, you can listen on this podcast everywhere. You can fucking listen to this podcast on YouTube. It's everywhere. Google Podcast, Podcast Addict, Pocket Casts. Just look for Didn't Ask Podcast and you should find it very, very soon. How's everybody doing? I hope you had a good weekend. I certainly did. It was a very early morning weekend for me, especially Sunday, because the Formula One was, of course, back racing after a week off. And they went to Australia, which meant different time zones, which meant getting up very early. I was at the TV in the living room, sitting there watching the race at 6.45. I was ready to go, and then the race started at 7. So yeah, it it was a it was a interesting weekend. We are seeing how the cars behave differently throughout the teams and it that's very interesting. It's very much cool to see how the new rules and regulations have put the fields very close together where we had races where McLaren was doing so badly and falling outside of points, but now all of a sudden they're fifth and sixth, I think, from the top of my head, somewhere around there. So, you know, it's crazy. It's so much fun that, uh, of course, Max, again, couldn't make it to the finish line. There is something wrong with that car. That car is super unreliable. It is super fast, and it's one of the fastest cars. But sadly, we're seeing that that the car is just so unreliable that it's it's just not working out. And many professionals are saying like, hey, you rather want a very reliable car and just get points reliably and then, you know, stack your points to the end of the season and hopefully you have enough to do something in the standings. Then have a super fast car, you win a couple races, but then you fall out and then have no points at all. Okay, well... That was a long rant and talk about the Formula One. But once again, this is not a Formula One podcast. Maybe that one will come someday. This is the Didn't Ask podcast where I dive into the world of Reddit to see what the people asked Reddit and didn't ask me. Let's jump into the first question of today. Coming from user Itchy Page. And they ask, what ruined religion for you? I have always grown up as an atheist. And like both of my parents don't believe in God, at least openly. My dad did grow up in like a Christian household. My grandpa on my dad's side even worked in, in, in a church. 
where he where he provided food and stuff for the pastor and stuff. So on that side of the family, I did kind of grow up in somewhat a religious household, you can say, I guess. But yeah, overall for me, I don't believe in God and I never really did. But when I grew up, I, you know, in school, especially here in in middle school and in high school, you get very much like religion studies, even though you're not necessarily, you know, that's not necessarily what the what the class is about. Because you get that with with history class, you talk about how the Romans had their gods and the Greek had their gods and then the Egyptians had their gods and stuff like that. So throughout that, you learn many new things about religion and what it means to be religious and what different religions mean. And then eventually you get different religion studies as well, where you're talking about Hinduism and Buddhism and you name it. Like everything, like I personally love religion from the outside looking in like i i think religion is super interesting and mostly norse religion or norse mythology right now because bullshit it's it's kind of funny to me that we have deduced norse religion as norse mythology yet still call christianity a religion why the fuck isn't that a mythology but anyways especially since Norse mythology very much looks like Hinduism in some many forms because there are, of course, uh, polytheistic religion, which means that they have multiple gods that they, you know, praise and keep in high regard. But yeah, so what ruined religion for me, Itchy Page, it's, it's really hard to, you know, deduce that. But for me, it got very much ruined and it... it very much ruined in the last couple of years, not that long ago, actually, where I heard religious people talk to an atheist or an ex-believer, actually. But anyways, I heard religious people talk to that person and explain religion in such a way that was super incomprehensive to me. They were talking about the fact that no matter how bad a person is, if he confesses his sin to God, that person is allowed into heaven. And to add to that even more, they said that if you are not a believer, you're automatically basically deduced to going to hell. And that is one point that really ruined religion for me, where it's just like, how the fuck can a person that commits a terrorist attack uh, fucking shoots down 20 people at a school shooting or whatever the fuck be brought to court and whatever goes to jail for life then confesses his sin to god but then goes into heaven while i am a normal human being i would say an average human being i do as well as i can of course i have flaws and i've treated people badly here and there but like, you know, those are things that you learn and you apologize for that to those people. And as a as a human being, you're always growing and you're always evolving and stuff like that. So why is it that I, when I don't believe in God, get fucking thrown into the pits of hell while a person that actually did bad things and killed people 
with intent can go to heaven if they just confess their sin. And to me, that is a point that really broke religion for me, where it's just like, how the fuck can a bad person, because that's what it is if you're committing murders and raping people and whatever the fuck, how can those people go to heaven if they confess their sin, but me just doing everything from the goodness of my own heart, not the goodness of being judged by some higher being, and being thrown into hell because I just didn't believe. And that is a point that really broke religion for me. And again, I was thinking about this not that long ago, is that religion has many good things to it. You know, take Ramadan right now. People are doing Ramadan to feel for the people that don't have much food to, to eat. Or, you know, it, it's it's a month to reflect on how your living your life compared to people that are less fortunate even though i still see some flaws in that thing because of course it's just like you're not going 30 days without much food it's like you're just basically replacing the times but again this is not not a podcast where i need to talk about religion that long even though we're talking about it for a while now but yeah so there are good things, but overall, I would say there are many bad things that have come from religion. Think about, you know, what what is going on in Jerusalem and uh, Palestine and, you know, the, the conflict that they have there and the conflicts that we have ha- had throughout history with religious people ransacking villages from Vikings to whatever the fuck to be going to a higher place of power. Like, stuff like that. I, I feel like overall religion is just bad so even though again it has good things like ramadan where people reflect on their lives and stuff like that but overall i feel like overall i feel like people need to be good from the goodness of their own heart not necessarily because a higher being places them in that path so to speak so going back to the question asked by itchy page what ruined religion for you to me it would be the inconsistency in how God judges people. And again, it's it's the, the long story short version is, I think it's bullshit that a person that murdered 20 to 30 people, I don't know, fucking know, maybe even 100 people, with intent, just random people, not people in a war, just people, that they can go to heaven if they confess their sin, while I am going to hell because I just didn't believe in God. And I feel like that's a bullshit reason, you know, like that that breaks religion for me. So thank you for your question, H.E. Page. Moving on to the second question of today. Posted by user BigFGK93. And they ask, people who eat in restaurants alone, how do you walk around with those massive balls? To me, like I, I've eaten, in, uh, eaten at restaurants all by myself. I... I have said this on this podcast many times before. I went to uh, Toronto two years ago, all in my lonesome. I went to London a couple of times in my lonesome. And it's something that you shouldn't think about. You should just do. And personally for me, like I have this thing where if I wear headphones, I will basically do anything uh, from the most mundane task to the most comprehensive task. But yeah, like, I I just do what I, you know, if you're going on a holiday or something like that, you have to eat. So 
what am I going to do? Not eat or order a pizza and then sit in my hotel room? No, fuck that. I'm just going to go to a restaurant, say that I'm here in my lonesome, and then get a table and just sit and eat. And if I wear headphones, it's totally fine. Maybe even, because th that's what I did as well, that's mostly what I did in the early mornings. When I was having breakfast, I would just sit there having breakfast and then put my phone up or, you know, a tablet or whatever and just watch a TV show or your Twitch stream or YouTube video, whatever the fuck. Just do something. And if you're doing something, people are not going to look at you that weirdly. And overall, I think that, that, that not many people would look at you differently because people are too into themselves for for anybody to care about. So I don't think that many people care what the fuck you're doing. Again, to me, it's just easy to just do, just do it. Just do it, yeah, yeah. So going back to the question asked by user BigFGK93. People who eat in restaurants alone, how do you walk around with those massive balls? Personally, I don't think I have massive balls because I just do what I have to do. If I need to eat and I would like to go to a restaurant, you know, I have to just go. And fun fact, I went to Nando's in London and in Canada because they have one in Toronto and I got very excited when I found that out. So yeah, I, I would say just you don't need to have big balls. You can just just do it. Thank you for your question. Moving on to the third question of today. Coming from user, I can say Caterpillar. And they ask, you get to give everyone in your country access to one thing for free. What is it? And there is, it's an interesting thing. Because, of course, you would say, you know, food. Something like that. Something very basic. But that is sometimes not even that great. And, of course, it's just like you want to see where the line is. And I live in the Netherlands. We have such a good community here, basically, where, you know, people that pay taxes, pay to subsidize other things. So we have facilities for people that have low income so they can get rent paid or at least a portion of rent paid. We have things in place so you can get healthcare basically free and stuff like that. But still, I would say healthcare is the easiest answer. Like it's one of those things that if everybody has free healthcare, I think that it would take so much pressure off of people and just having to be able to just do what you need to do to be healthy. I think that's very important. So I, yeah, I'm probably going to go with healthcare because I think that food is such an easy answer. Um, but I think it could also be like misused. And I feel like if you get your healthcare for free and I would, I want it to be a sliding skill. Like I, I feel like everybody can have free healthcare as in the basis of healthcare and then people with very low income. I feel like they don't really need to pay their, their copay stuff. But then people that have really high incomes, they should pay their copay stuff. Maybe a little bit more on top of that. But yeah, I feel like healthcare is the easy, is like a good answer in my opinion. So I can say Caterpillar, you get to give everyone in your country access to one thing for free. What is it? And I think it's healthcare. Because even though we have many possibilities in place as it is, I think that just taking away that pressure of health and, you know, having to pay healthcare, I think that would 
help a lot of people. And again, if you're paying healthcare for multiple people in a household, that could be a couple of hundred bucks a month. And that would be really nice to spend that on groceries and stuff like that. So yeah, that would be my answer to you. I can't say Caterpillar. Thank you for your question. Moving on to the fourth question of today. Coming from user beneficial underscore basis 7469. Nice. What turned out to be a giant waste of time? I saw this question and I immediately started thinking what turned out to be a giant waste of time. And for the answer that I'm going to give, I don't necessarily think it is a giant waste of time, but still I think that overall a lot of people will be disappointed. And that is the blue box game studio fiasco. I, I'm going to just call it fiasco. It's very rarely that a game developer and the game that they're making gets blown out of proportion so quickly and so massively and then blue boxes games abandon and we how am i going to say this because so the blue box th thing is such an interesting story and if you don't know, I'm going to give you a quick rundown of what happened. So there was this game a while ago that was called PT. It was called that because it was like a code name. It was a playable, I think it was called playable trailer or playable teaser. That's basically what it came down to. That was what PT stand for. And it was this horror game based on Silent Hill made by Hideo Kojima, which is the biggest director in games and um he made the metal gear solid franchise and the, the metal gear franchise i should say i think and then famous he got famous with metal gear solid yada 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 so he was supposed to make silent hills and then he got fired from he got fired by konami and then that game got cancelled and then flash forward many years there's this game that shows up and it's called abandoned it looks very cool it looks very interesting and it's made by this studio called blue box games and people started analyzing things and started over analyzing things like we do nowadays and they said like oh this shit is made by kojima because if you look at this wall it said i know step outside or something like that and then there was a tree that went through the p and the t and it it was this whole thing yeah so that thing just blew up and the internet started going after this blue box game studios and their director Hassan Karaman which was also a funny fact that the name Hassan Karaman if you would put that in google translated from turkish to japanese or something like that it would come back as Hideo Kojima or at least something in that vein or it was like Hassan came back as Hideo something like that and it was also like uh, interesting that the name, of course, is Hassan Karaman, so HK would be the initials, and HK, of course, the initials of Hideo Kojima. And people ran with it, and they ran very quickly. And then this whole story started blowing up, really, where people were just like, hey, this game is made by Hideo Kojima, but we can confirm, can you confirm? And then they people started, tried to get in contact with Hassan Karaman, and they couldn't, and... Then they, the studio was tweeting things at 3 our time because Blue Box Games, 
I forgot to say that, is a Dutch studio. So they're somewhere here in the Netherlands. And they started tweeting things at three at night, which would be weird for Dutch times, but apparently it was at like nine in the morning Japanese time. So people started connecting the dots and we're just like, okay, we're very sure that this is Hideo Kojima. Now that Colin Moriarty of Last Stand Media did an interview with Hassan Karaman and saw him on screen and got to ask him questions, things got even... And I, on one side, one on one side way more interesting on the other hand a lot less interesting because it turned out that hey it's apparently a very small studio and apparently a lot of is a lot of it is, is under nda and he cannot talk about it and yada 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 but there are still some things that are just super weird and you know we we don't really know what the story is but overall i think many people have come to the conclusion that this is nothing and it's it's um it's just a thing that the internet blew up and it's one of those things i don't know what it's called but there is a specific term where if you're looking for something you're gonna find it that's basically what it comes down to so if you think that oh this game is made by hideo kojima you're just gonna look for things that confirm your bias so to say and I feel like that is what happened in this situation. So I would say that, yeah, the blue box Hassan Karaman abandoned thing is probably a giant waste of everybody's time thinking that it is Hideo Kojima. But there are still so many questions out there that are unanswered or not answered properly. So, you know, who knows what can happen with this situation. So going back to the question as by user beneficial underscore basis seven four six nine. Nice. What turned out to be a giant waste of time? And to me, it probably would be the Hassan Karaman abandoned blue box thing, because man, people put a lot of time in that. And uh, there is nothing really to be seen here. But thank you for your question, beneficial underscore basis. Moving on to the final question of the Ask Reddit subreddit for today. Coming from user Inverse Bleach. That's an interesting name. Um, Inverse Bleach. Inverse Bleach is just paint. Wow. You've recently joined the Spice Girls. What Spice name have you created for yourself? Spice Girls was a little before my time. So let me look up what the Spice Girls are called. And I feel like I know this because it it's sporty, bush, ginger, baby, and scary. Those are all the five Spice Girls, I believe. So they all have cool ass names. But what would be my name? And I think I'm going to just go with the the easy answer here. It's probably going to just be Nerdy Spice. If I'm going to be a Spice Girl, I'm going to be Nerdy Spice. Because, you know, I'm nerdy. I love my nerdy things. I love my Marvels. I love my wrestling. I love my video games. So I think that Nerdy Spice is the easy answer here and that's probably the name I'm going to go for. So, going back to the question asked by user Inverse Bleach, you've recently joined the Spice Girls. What Spice name have you created for yourself? And again, it's going to be Nerdy Spice because I like my nerdy things and I think that would be a very cool name as a Spice Girl. Thank you for your question. And now, moving on to the final question of today, coming from the Am I the Asshole subreddit, coming from user Don't Steal My Passport, Am I the Asshole for Ransacking My Boyfriend's Apartment? 
I, a 25-year-old female, have been with my boyfriend Jake, 34-year-old male, for 8 months. Things were fine until I, against my better judgment, moved into his place a couple months ago. Since then, he's been getting kind of possessive and protective. I immediately told him to cut that shit out because it's off-putting and things seem to get better. Anyway, I have a friend in Mexico who is getting married. I've been excited to fly down there for her wedding since she told me she was getting engaged a year ago. However, Jake has made it clear that he doesn't want me to go. He says Mexico is too dangerous even though I've been there many times and I've even lived there for a year, speak Spanish, have friends there and know my way around. No matter what I say, he doesn't want me to go. Then a couple of days ago, my passport went missing from my nightstand. I'm supposed to go tomorrow so I wouldn't have time to get a new one. I looked everywhere, no luck. When I asked Jake about it, he behaved a little suspiciously but I dismissed it because I couldn't believe he would actually take my passport to keep me from going. But he's been giving me some red flags, so I decided to have a thorough look around. When he went out this morning, I started going through everything. As I searched, I became increasingly certain that he took my passport. I started off carefully picking through drawers and cabinets, but as my anger grew, I became a lot less careful. I started turning out drawers, right open a briefcase, made a total mess. But I found it. It was behind some books on the bootcase in his study. I never got into his study. He definitely put it there. Now he's furious with me for going through his things and ransacking the place. He said he would have given me the passport back and there was no need for me to go crazy. I'm just angry that he took it to begin with and I don't believe him when he says he was going to give it back. This is only my third serious relationship and I don't have perspective on this kind of thing. Am I the asshole for overreacting and ransacking my ex-boyfriend's place? Don't steal my passport. It's a very, very easy answer here. And the answer is, no, you're not the asshole. Your ex-boyfriend, Jake, hopefully it's your ex now, is definitely the fucking asshole here. Him saying that he was going to give you the passport back is bullshit because you asked him and he didn't say anything and he didn't give you the passport back. So him saying that he was going to give you the passport back is such a bullshit excuse. And the fact that, you know, you had to go through the fact that you have to look everywhere and you eventually found it shows that he is such a fucking pussy ass bitch that he definitely would not have given you the passport back. And yes, I agree. You should have just ransacked the whole fucking place because fuck that guy. I, I can be very long on this conversation and just keep talking in this answer but i feel like i don't need to so don't steal my passport am i the asshole for ransacking my boyfriend's apartment definitely not you're going to prepare for your trip to mexico the place where you've lived for a year you have friends there you speak spanish everything is totally fine also like let me finish my train of thought and your boyfriend was upset by that because he didn't want you to go there because he said it was dangerous and then he stole your passport, basically, and hid it for you. And then when you asked him, he didn't give it back. And then he started fucking blaming you and gaslighting you for ransacking the place and saying that he would give it back even though you've asked him and he didn't give it back. So, yeah, and saying that Mexico is dangerous, like, I can understand that, but Mexico is very much like any other country where it's like... They do have very dangerous places, but I am pretty sure you can just go to fucking Cancun and just be totally fine. 
Especially when you speak the language. Because, you know, if you're a fucking gringo and you just go there and you don't understand what the fuck people are saying, you're going to get swindled. But if you speak Spanish, what the fuck? You know what I mean? It's probably just as dangerous as going anywhere else. So, yeah, you're definitely not the asshole. Don't steal my passport. And hopefully you've broken up with your boyfriend by now because fuck that guy. And that's going to be it for this week's episode of the Didn't Ask Podcast. I hope you had a good time listening to this right here show, episode 57. If you did, please leave a rating on Apple Podcast or on Spotify, because both places have the ability to leave a review. If you do, I will read your review in the next episode after I see it. If you want to know where this podcast can be found, it's pretty much everywhere. But you can go to anchor.fm forward slash didn't dash ask dash pod. That link will be in the show description. Over here, you can find all the hyperlinks to Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Amazon Music, Stitcher, and you name it. It's fucking everywhere, this show. So please, subscribe on your favorite podcast service. On this Anchor.fm website, you can also find a box that says Message. And over here, if you press it, you get the ability to record a voice message for me so I can play your voice message in this show right here and answer your question personally. If you don't want your voice to be heard on this show, I can totally understand. Just say it up front in your message, then I'll just read your question out myself. I will be back next week. And if you want to know what I'm doing in the meantime, please go to tracked.tv. That link will also be in the show description. Over here, you can see all the movies and TV shows that I'm watching as I'm watching it. And, you know, it's fun to see what I'm doing. And maybe you can ask a question about that. Well, that was going to be it for me for now. I hope to see you back next week because I will be back next week. Thanks for listening. Take good care of yourself. Goodbye.